Ahanga. My name is Aya, and today I'll be speaking with Michelle. So just to jump right into it, could you tell us a little bit about the kind of art that you do? Um, I'm a silversmith. Um, I have worked in, in gold and other metals, but I'm primarily a, a, a silversmith. And uh, I've been doing it oh, for over 40 years, which is kind of scary for me to say. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, just something that I've always done. I've always, well, I can't remember when I didn't want to make jewelry. As a kid, I was putting shells or whatever together. Um, so it's something that's just a part of me. I can't really explain how, why, or, but it's, it's, it's there. And uh, uh, during my life, it's, it's always been a rock, uh, a safe place. It hasn't at times been easy to get to because of life circumstances, um, but it's just an innate part of me. And I'm not really sure why I enjoy it. I love it. Um, and uh, it's, uh, I see inspiration everywhere. Um, I listen to music all the time, so I love uh, music. I actually um, graduated as a graphic designer, so I've learned all about the artists and art history, and I love to pick out different um, parts of history like Art Deco or even uh, Impressionists to get ideas. Um, I guess my biggest motivator or inspire, unfortunately, or fortunately is myself. Um, I have my children, which always, when they're doing things and they're involved in things that inspires me to do uh, different pieces. Um, but I guess my jewelry is a real reflection of where I am, moments in my life, um, good times. I try not to make too many bad times. I haven't had a lot of bad times, but um, they're just, yeah, I look at them as moments and pieces of where I've been and see that sometimes people can, will buy it. They relate somehow. So um, I'm no transcender, <laughs> et cetera. Uh, I lived in Venezuela for 25, 25 years. So I think the art there and the color and the um, family way of life there it was during the years that the United States was having a lot of a hard time with high schools and mass shootings. And uh, so I, um, I appreciate being not here for those times. Um, at that time, you know, Venezuela was, it was quite a family oriented uh, place. I think the, the Venezuelan people, I think Latin America are more family oriented. You have your grandparents living with you. And um, so I got a good, sense of family um and for a while security <laughs> didn't last very long um so were you born in venezuela or no, no i was born in virginia yeah. i grew up in massachusetts mm -hmm. and I, I you know i have a very small town um i went to rochester institute of technology for funny graphic design and i actually took courses in jewelry but I think I thought it was too fun that I couldn't really take jewelry seriously enough to um, do anything serious about it, which is too bad. That was hindsight is 2020. That was you know, a mistake on my part. But um, after that, I, I met my uh, husband, my then husband, um, and he said, I live in Venezuela. He was American. He's American. He is American. He's not dead yet. <laughs> um, 
uh, and that was not a problem. I was like, okay. So I'm not even sure where that came from. Uh, even my children, I'm now back in the States, my children, they say, one of my daughters says, I could not have done that. You really are a pioneer mom. And that's like, no, it's just what I did. It's not, it's, it's interesting how other people see things. So, um, but uh, I moved back here. I was married for about 26 years, um, moved up here and then things didn't work out. And I know one of the questions was this, the struggles of my jewelry. Um, I did very well in Venezuela. Um, I sold, actually, I did a lot of 18 karat gold. That's what they work in. And um, in that country, I was part of the top 10%. I was not the 90%. So, um, which was an interesting way to be too. Um, so I did well there, but it was a hobby. And I think when something's a hobby and you do for fun, it's, it's your attitude and and your creativity isn't limited by, oh my gosh, I've got to make money at this or it's got to become a life that, that can support me. Well, um, I did get divorced and that's when um, I'm like, oh yeah, I got this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, you know, to have my own company. And I did try. And uh, after two years, the fees of having my LLC and you know, just having you know, the permits and stuff was more than I was making. So I, I closed the business and I was very hard. I didn't really think that was hard on me, but it was. People say I'm stronger than I, I, I feel I am. I, I'm very self-doubting, um, but somehow seem to come through. Uh, it's not easy. Um, so unfortunately, I, or fortunately, I had to take another job um, to pay bills. And that makes me very angry. I, having once had a ton of money to now having... I mean, I would never had a lot of money growing up, but then I married somebody who had a, a ton of money and then, or we actually, he, he became uh, wealthy. Um, and then having that one being told, well, you're not gonna have that lifestyle anymore, which was fine, I, cause yeah, that makes me stronger, but um, making it now, okay, I've got to depend on myself. I've done it and, um, the job does pay the bills, um, but I'm, I don't want to settle. And I still have a dream of doing jewelry. And uh, the Ohanga group uh, is my first really attempt again in like five, six, seven years of doing anything with it. So I like my jewelry. <laughs> I was looking at some of it on your, I signed your website and it's beautiful. So I'm really glad that you're going to commit to it I think yeah yeah I, I and I'm hopefully you know I, again I guess hope never dies it can't or you just drowned um but yeah I would still like to be able to live making jewelry the way you know I want to make it um I have a hard time making 10 of a, a kind <laughs> but uh you know it's it's getting older uh, hopefully I'm just accepting where I am and that's okay and my limitations and what I do want to do what I don't want to do whether that meshes with society it's not a big deal yeah I was curious about the themes of the jewelry that you make I noticed that a lot of them seemed influenced by nature with like the volcano yes um, yes a lot of it is it's because I you know I like na nature is just always beautiful I mean it's just it's it's a happy thing um, 
and I appreciate it more again now that my kids are grown up and I live alone um I take walks I love the birds I have bird feeders um and I've always been an outdoor person but again somehow vision got sharper as uh I needed to find or saw all the inspiration that I needed around me um yeah I guess nature is my my basic uh influence I um I was thinking I made a whole uh parur, which is a set of jewelry um they used in the 17 1700s I made one for my daughter when she got married um, I've had people ask me to make jewelry for for family members or um again even my the, the, the jewelry I've made my children um I want to get to know the person like if somebody asked me to make a piece for um uh, a relative I want to know what they like are they are they feminine are they masculine do they like different things um people themselves are an inspiration and I like to hear what people have to say about um who they're giving a gift to or if it's even for themselves I want to make a connection somewhere mm-hmm. so um yeah yeah and again go ahead I know I was gonna say I think that's special because I feel like people are always saying like jewelry is such a difficult gift to give sometimes because it's such a personal item and everyone yeah. has their own taste so I think that, that's really um important to kind of like feel out who who it is that you're working with and yeah yeah it's it's a nice it's yeah again um and uh, yeah I and I know people buy joy it's it's funny I'm a terrible business person obviously <laughs> I'm really not a good business person, but yeah, I, I don't, I really would rather not people buy my jewelry because everybody else is buying it. I mean, I guess that's the goal. It's great. I mean, I, um, but I certainly don't need to make millions. Uh, I just want to live comfortably or, and just pay my bills. I, I'm not, um, but it would be, it's more important for me that the pieces mean something or whether it's a memory they remember or if it was made for them that they could, oh yeah, I see this, or, so. And uh, how did you make the transition from graphic design, you said, into jewelry? Was that when you were in Venezuela? Or? Um, yes, <laughs> my, uh, step, uh, my father-in-law was a printer. So at one point he needed a graphic designer. And I never said, I said I'd never work for my father-in-law, but I ended up working for him for, a couple of years and he was very old school, very um, men are everything, women are nothing kind of thing. That's the way he was. Um, And at that point I had a friend of Venezuela and she said, listen, I'm taking this jewelry class, you know, and uh, it was actually very good. I I got into it and uh, it was actually by a great, an actual designer artist in Venezuela, which is an opportunity, you know, you don't really get up here. um, so, and it was just a lot of fun. And then we finally got to a situation where I said, you know, I'm, I'm quitting. I don't, you know, and that was fine. I guess, <laughs> but yeah. So, um, I met someone who, who gave me a, an insight to a class and, uh, and even in college, I took jewelry classes. It's, uh, I, I, I just never thought of it seriously. Mm-hmm which is too bad. That was probably that. If I had one really big regret in my life, that's probably it. Just because I, 
you know, could have expressed myself a lot better, maybe. And now, what is it like the area that you work in? Is your workspace in your home? Um, um, right now, yes. I just downsized a year ago. I, I had a huge house um, and actually had my own jewelry room, which was, uh, I try to keep it neat. I'm one of those people who can't work on just one project at a time. I've got like 20 going on. Um, but I would clean up all the time. Uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's neat now. Um, actually, right now I'm in a two-bedroom apartment. So I have my guest room is now my, my jewelry room. It's very crowded. I have a hard time there. But um, I'm learning to work on a smaller scale. And instead of having huge tanks, I have little blow torches. And uh, so I'm actually, so which is quite interesting. It's kind of affecting my work because now I'm making smaller pieces. It's, uh, I don't want to get too complicated with these these little machines that I get to work with now. So, but I, I have a full setup of, of machines. And again, I always have music playing. Um, every once in a while I need quiet. Um, but yeah, when I need to escape life, I'm in that room. It's a, I, I really shouldn't say that. That's not, that sounds like everything else is really bad. Um, when I need to relax, mm -hmm. I don't really watch TV. So my jewelry is, I'm, I'm always busy which is a curse as well, but uh, <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. Do you have a favorite part of the, the process, like designing or the actual like torching or the, um, all of it? I like all of it, but the best part of any joy that I love to make chains and I, I spend hours just I make the links and then I put them together. And that I find very satisfying. I love to watch a chain grow from like three inches to 24. Um, making, uh, I, I'm, I guess I'm one of those people who always need to have something. I love to think it, see it, and then make it. I'm immediate gratification. It was before my time, I guess. But um, yeah, the, and, and uh, yeah, watching it come together. I'm better at soldering after 40 years. <laughs> Still not perfect, but yeah. <laughs> so. Um, and I have like just a couple of more questions for you. Sure. But um, would you say that there's an ultimate goal for your art or something that you want it to be or to mean um, for those who wear it or those who see it? Um, yeah, I guess I hope it's something unique, something that brings a smile or even a happy memory. I don't have to show the smile, but I want it to be something positive um, because I love making it. It's a, it's a joy for me to do. And I hope I can get that feeling across to anybody in any way, any way they can take it. I mean, my happiness isn't going to be their happiness, but the idea that something I made makes somebody happy or you know gets complimented it, it that's a cool thing that's that's nice yeah so. and before we sign off I just want to ask if there's anything else you would like to share or that you think is important for listeners to know about yourself or your art as much as I've wanted for so many years to be in the forefront of my life um and it hasn't I've just never stopped I think if, if anybody knows anything about, you just have to continue and, um, and hope. Um, yeah, I, I have no idea where my jewelry will take me. It may not take me anywhere, but the pleasure I have gotten from, from making it makes it worthwhile. 
and uh, just to persevere. Um, that's what I'm, that's what I believe in. Well, thank you so much for coming in to speak with me today, Michelle. Um, I really enjoyed it. And I'm excited for you to be working with Ohanga.